0: So when you're on that treadmill for 60 minutes for women, Mm you know, midlife women, you're literally signaling the body to deposit more fat around the belly, which is the biggest thing I hear in my practice that what's up, you know, I'm working out with a trainer, I'm hitting the gym five days a week, but this thing, they'll point to their belly and they're like, this Mm -hmm. thing won't budge.
1: philanthropist, public speaker, and author, creator of the Beyond Intention Paradigm. Here is your host, Daniel Mengena.
2: Hello and welcome to another episode of the podcast. Welcome to Do It With Dan. Um, I'm here with a home slice that I didn't even know how much was a home slice because we're kind of bucked into each other in one place but it turns out that six degrees of separation has become two because we would have bumped into each other from another place before that and so I'm really excited to share my new friend uh, to talk about her work to talk about her story to inspire you guys to go out there and oh, go and dream with your eyes open so I'm not going to waffle on anymore why don't you introduce yourself let the people know who you are and what it is you do
0: Thanks for having me Dan, so hey everyone, I'm Rupina Amir, I'm an integrative nutrition coach, I'm also known as the hormone whisperer mm-hmm. and I really help uh, high achieving women balance their blood sugar and hormones so that they can reclaim that effortless energy and fat loss that they enjoyed in the used without dieting, deprivation, shaming, blaming, dogma and fasting or meditating for hours on end
2: awesome awesome so first question that i always ask to people whenever they say why serve women what about the winky holders what about men like what happens (laughs) to us
0: well, do we do we lose uh, no all the, we lose all the <laughs> but, Well, hormones are you know very different for men and women. In my training, mm-hmm. and and mostly I've worked with women. I, I have some training with males, but predominantly over the past decade that I've been doing this work, it's predominantly working with females. Mm-hmm. So that sort of ended up being my niche.
1: Ah,
2: uh, so yeah, I always uh, I always wonder, um, um, like oh. Like men are really like all of us are a fit because of the dark patriarchy energy, the rest of us are kind of missing out on all the goodies. I was on a mastermind call this morning and um one of the ladies on the mastermind is doing like this amazing work that she's doing. It's like, oh yeah, for women. It's like what what about what about men? Yeah. <laughs> what about yeah, you
1: us? guys
0: feel she like, goes, oh, like you, can come. Right.
2: you guys can come. But for your work, there is actually there's actually clear difference between the two. Yeah, as there's we, such
0: a differential. And I mean, mm-hmm. I think men do go through something called an andropause, but mm-hmm. the symptoms are not nearly as screechingly loud and obnoxious mm-hmm. as what females face with perimenopause, which is the turbulent years before menopause. And mm-hmm. it's just like all hell breaks loose. And mm-hmm. they have no idea that this is brought on by hormones mm-hmm. ebbing and flowing and, and what's going on. And sadly, conventional medicine and your regular fitness trainer give them advice that antiquated and that actually exacerbates those hormonal imbalances so Hmm. they end up feeling even worse and they're like you know how do i just get feel at home in my body again i hear Mm -hmm. that repeatedly how do i feel at home in my body again
2: Mm -hmm. so i'm going to come back to all the work you do. I just want to just clear up a few things for the men that are listening. That are like, oh, I'm going to switch off. But I think, guys, if you were like, oh, this isn't for me, I think there's an opportunity for us as men to dive more deeply into how we can support women in our lives and also just to be educated on some of these issues. So I don't want to tally here because I do want to get onto the ladies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, when we talk about hormones and hormone imbalances, because I, as, as I think the antiquated idea here is, Oh, horm- oh, she's hormonal. That means, you know, she's being yeah. emotional or whatever. Oh, it's that time right. of the month. And that's about as deep as traditionally we men are kind of brought into a conversation about hormones. Maybe exactly. you can give us like the, the the high level as to what hormones are, what they do, and maybe how you whisper to them.
0: Sure. Okay, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: so hormones are messenger molecules and they're really the holy grail when it comes to everything to do with your weight, energy, memory, mood, metabolism. So Mm -hmm. when they start going in flux, which for women can start right around age 35, it's about Mm -hmm. 10 years before menopause is this turbulent period called perimenopause. Mm -hmm. So think of hormones as a musical orchestra Mm -hmm. and there's many different players involved but mm-hmm. cortisol which is our main stress hormone is the conductor of the horm- mm-hmm. uh, of the orchestra so if cortisol gets out of whack then hormones fit into each other like a lock fits into a key so cortisol mm-hmm. it might jam the thyroid receptor so then the thyroid mm-hmm. hormone which is responsible for your fat burning and metabolism can get inside mm-hmm. the thyroid receptor leading to um, that belly fat and resistant weight gain growing a spare tire mm-hmm. doing all the old diet tricks and tips just no longer work. And you're like, hey, what's going on? Suddenly I'm eating the same way I do it. I'm doing you know, whatever I did before. I'm working mm-hmm. out fast and furious with a trainer, but this belly fat won't budge. That's because mm-hmm. cortisol is hijacking the thyroid receptor, And Mm -hmm. wreaking havoc there or cortisol may be hijacking your progesterone receptor or your estrogen receptor. And so oftentimes the way I was trained with uh, Dr. Sarah Gottfried, who is a Harvard MD and does a functional medicine based paradigm of balancing hormones through lifestyle medicine, is we always start with cortisol first mm-hmm. and oftentimes you may find that you may not need direct interventions with the thyroid hormone or estrogen, progesterone, DHEA, testosterone, all those other hormones because once cortisol is in its sweet spot, the other players in the hormonal orchestra just sort of fall into place as well. Does that make sense? Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, it does. It does. So cortisol, I've always understood in terms of obviously with both students, Dr. Joe Dispenza, yes. in terms of managing your cortisol through meditation in order to bring that back into balance. Yes. So stress effectively is like the the big thing here, the level yeah. of stress and that being reflected in our body through cortisol levels.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, either you manage stress or it manages you by causing or exacerbating 95% of all disease. So when it Mm -hmm. comes to health, there's one factor that surpasses almost all other more important than your blood pressure, blood sugar, triglycerides, cholesterol, and that's your ability to self-regulate and manage cortisol.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Because if you don't manage cortisol, there's something, this is a technical term, it might be a little, but it's called something called the pregnenolone steal that happens. Mm -hmm. So all the sex hormones, all the adrenal hormones are made from a cholesterol-like substrate called pregnenolone. So when Mm -hmm. you're under crazy stress, Mm -hmm. cortisol will make more of itself, so it will literally steal The other sex hormones, it will steal the thyroid hormone, steal estrogen, steal testosterone to maniacally make more of itself at the expense of your fat burning and you. It's like like this
2: weird evil gremlin running around it can consuming be. it can't
0: be the bad boy i mean wow. there's good stress and bad stress right there's you stress mm-hmm. like if you're getting ready for a presentation and you need that rush of adrenaline and cortisol to mm-hmm. perform best and that's great or it was designed to keep us alive sports, you're just taking a stroll
2: sports or whatever the thing is yeah all these sports, things you need it. yeah
0: Exactly, you need them. If you're taking a walk and this crazy drunk driver runs up on the sidewalk, obviously your body is going to go into fight or flight, so you need to react. But the the challenge now is that that pendulum, which was gently designed to swing back and forth, gets stuck in the alarm mode for most women. And that's where the hypervigilance, that sleeping with one eye open phenomena, I think many women mm-hmm. can relate, maybe even some men can relate to that, especially those yeah. who've been through trauma or or some kind mm-hmm. of abuse. You get that hypervigilance. So you're constantly on high alert and stress. And that is what wreaks metabolic hell. Hmm. Yeah. So
2: <sighs> I'm still blown away by this cortisol thing running around like, well, I'm going to stay alive, so I'm going to eat some of you, and I'm I'm, going to eat some of you. I'm
0: going to steal all the other hormones. Suddenly people are like, well, what Mm. what happened to my thyroid? Why am I suddenly putting on weight? And why is my metabolism Mm -hmm. so sluggish? Because it's it's literally stealing, it's jamming up that thyroid receptor. Remember, all hormones fit into each other like a lock fits into a key. It's jamming up the thyroid Mm -hmm. receptor, and it's making more of itself at the expense of the thyroid hormone. It's making more of itself at the expense. Progesterone, consider that as nature's Valium. So the first thing that women notice is that I just don't get that deep sleep, you know? Mm -hmm. And they just, they have that tired but wired feeling because again, that's mm-hmm. an inverted cortisol rhythm. Cortisol is supposed to be really high in the morning. We call mm-hmm. it a cortisol awakening response. And then it's supposed to mm-hmm. be a gentle downhill ski slope. So right around 10 PM at night, it's supposed to go down. But cortisol mm-hmm. is, works in antithesis with melatonin. So mm-hmm. when we're, you know, with all the blue light and the non-native EMF exposure that we get and you're starting to bang mm-hmm. out a presentation or respond to some emails I dinner time that blue light suppresses your melatonin and Mm -hmm. starts raising cortisol so then you get that inverse cortisol rhythm at night where at 10 p.m when it's supposed to drop it starts rising Mm. and that's when you get that tired but wired feeling where you go to bed really exhausted but you can't sleep because cortisol is so high does that make sense
2: so it's almost like the world is. It's almost like <laughs> the world is being run by these maniacal um, representatives of the cortisol consciousness. They're like, yeah, put the blue lights there. Yeah, give them some more because we're going to eat. It's the, yeah. the, part of it's like, is there some conspiracy here that really yeah. cortisol is using humans as an agent to kind of <laughs> have everyone feeding them? It's a.
0: It can it's wild be. Because so
2: much of our environment is set up to keep us stressed.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I want to be make a distinction. I mean, cortisol isn't necessarily the bad boy, right? Yeah, I mean, of course. Like there's, there's good stress and there's bad stress, but when it becomes unremitting,
1: mm-hmm.
0: hypervigilant stress, that's mm-hmm. what wreaks that metabolic mayhem. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> when it's going on for a long time, as Dr. Joe always says, I mean, you know, when you're living by the hormones of stress, mm-hmm. you're you're practically, it's a recipe for disease, right? Because mm-hmm. no human can sustain living in that sympathetic dominance. You know, there's two mm-hmm. branches of the autonomic nervous system, the sympathetic and the parasympathetic. The sympathetic is the gas. Think of it as the gas constantly, mm-hmm. go, go, go. And the parasympathetic is the pause and the breaks, so you have to have the harmony between the two, but if you're in that hypervigilance and constantly in sympathetic dominance, then that has you know cascading uh, down downward effects on all your other metabolic hormones.
2: Okay, so you're the hormone whisperer. So does that mean that these beautiful lady humans can come to you and you can be like, I got you boo, I got you boo. Yep. And then of course I was like, oh. <laughs> damn i better behave myself because my more is coming to come and get me like is that how it goes like how does this how does this work how do you whisper to a hormone
0: (laughs) it's just a cheeky way of saying that i have a way with hormones instead Mm of approaching a very sort of a militant way i sort of coax and nudge them back into harmony Mm-hmm. And I really embrace that. Like I said, it's, it's lifestyle medicine, it's functional medicine. So I teach women how to eat because there's a particular way to eat to balance your hormones. Particular way to sleep, breathe, manage your self-regulate, manage your nervous system. And small hinges swing open big doors. I always say so. Maybe it's mm-hmm. and it's very bio individualistic. So I'm not a big fan of one size cookie cutter, fits all no, diet. So everybody's mm-hmm. jumping on keto or you mm-hmm. know vegan or pegan. I'm I'm like i don't care what's,
2: hang on what's pegan
0: pegan is vegan but uh with paleo paleo and vegan mark hyman who is the director of functional medicine going that term he thought it was very clever and he's like well pegan so paleo and vegan combined is pegan
2: but isn't paleo like when you eat like meat and berries basically
0: yeah, paleo is, is exactly predominantly uh, meat, yeah, and uh, eliminating gluten and dairy and all of that, very low carbs.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. And
0: vegan, of, of course, is just eliminating all animal products. So it's like, so, so it's, it's the like best.
2: Paleo, but the vegan version of paleo.
0: Yeah, right. The vegan version of paleo, exactly. Because the one thing we all agree on in nutrition is a very evolving science and and there's, you know, all these different theories and it's really hard to navigate. But the one thing we do agree on, most of us, is that 70% of the plate should be greens. Mm -hmm. and, you know, eat across the rainbow, high fiber and all of that, then the remainder where you get your animal protein or where you get your plant protein, that can be very bio-individualistic and um, Mm -hmm. tailored to that particular individual.
2: Wow. Well, the funny thing was I I actually started with a fitness coach a few years ago and uh, they were like, oh, you're listening to that keto crap? You should be eating carbs. And I put on 20 pounds and it took me two years to shed it. And during that time, I got my DNA checked with ID life or whatever. And it's like, oh yeah, you shouldn't be having carbs fats. You should be processing fats. So actually I'm one of the rare people, few people. They're actually perfectly optimized for a ketogenic diet. So I've actually, for the most part adopted that. But um, it's awesome. I feel great. You know, I feel yeah. great on it. You know, I, my body works really well. I get really bloated. Like um, I was speaking to my shaman the other day and it was like, oh, you should be eating rice and vegetables every night. It's like, dude, you like,
1: yeah, that's Rice messes me
2: up.
0: Yeah, right, exactly.
2: <laughs> I have too much, exactly. I can have rice once every couple of weeks, a little bit, but if I'm going to have rice every day, my yeah. stomach is just going to be jammed up. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's very individual. Mm.
0: Exactly. I think those, uh, mm-hmm. you should have this every night or you should have breakfast, those mm-hmm. shoulds really mess with people because, again, mm-hmm. it's so bi individualistic and one person's food is another person's poison.
2: Hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Um, I want to talk a bit more about how you help women, like on a practical day-to-day basis. So we know that you you whispered to the hormones. We know that you whisper. Um, what are some of the things that you know the ladies listening? I mean, you've mentioned coming up on menopause in that ten-year period before. Yeah. How you know the hormones can be out of balance, and it sounds like we start with. The cortisol levels and that's primarily managed through diet and sleep regimen i assume or is there yes. something else i've missed
1: it, it
0: yeah diet sleep breath work and really getting uh, you know i say something uh, that embrace the elimination diet but it's not your typical dietary suspects it's about mm. you know eliminating anger guilt resentment blame mm. shame for an hour a day 10 minutes or 10 seconds whatever is available to you and watch how your health and hormones Bloom, right? Because mm. your belief systems are your biggest endocrine disruptors,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? We know with the old antiquated theory that genes cause disease, genes only mm. load the gun, it's the environment that pulls the trigger.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, saw,
0: um, so if, if you're constantly like bathing. What's 2% that?
2: of diseases are purely genetic. The rest of yeah. it is environmental.
0: Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, Bruce, uh, Bruce Lipton eloquently talked about that in his book, The Biology of Belief, right? Mm-hmm. And so if you're constantly bathing in that self-milieu of, gosh, my mother had the BRCA gene, so I'm doomed to get breast cancer, mm-hmm. or my dad had diabetes, so I'm going down that path, or this weight mm-hmm. loss thing is so hard. Whatever story you're telling, that's going to manifest your reality. Reality, right? So it's mm-hmm. like, I always say, imagine adopting a pet from a shelter, right? Mm-hmm. And then calling it names, calling mm-hmm. it lazy cow or depriving it of sunshine, depriving it of food, feeding it toxic substances like sugar. You mm-hmm. would never do that to another sentient being, but we often do it to mm-hmm. ourselves. We call ourselves. Mm-hmm. Most people, if they start managing and listening to that inner self-talk, it's horrific.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, why can't I get this together? You know, why are mm-hmm, you so bad at this? Why do you suck at this? Mm-hmm. Why do you have no willpower? Why are you so fat? Why can't you lose the weight? And it's like your, your immune system is constantly eavesdropping on that conversation mm-hmm. and then manifesting the wholeness or the disease chemistry that goes along with the conversation. So the fastest mm-hmm. way biochemically to change your environment is to change The sound of your own voice, you know, that that dialogue Mm. that's constantly that negative chatter, the voice in your head, just start telling a different story and see Mm. what happens.
2: So it sounds like you've got quite an integrated, um, integrated, uh, quite holistic approach then to the work that you do. You mentioned breath work, um, obviously things to do with sleep, diet, um, but also a lot of mindset seems to be part of it as well.
0: Huge. I mean, 80% of success mm-hmm. in anything, as you know, comes from the mindset. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I always tell people like it's about really unlearning everything mm-hmm. antiquated, mm-hmm. like the eat less, exercise more is completely antiquated mm-hmm. that exacerbates hormonal hell. Um, oh, wow. So, because we actually. Most people don't know this, but we have four times as many cortisol receptors in the fat cells in our belly than in fat cells anywhere else. So when you're working out fast and furious and you're doing 60 minutes of what we call chronic cardio, it leads to something Mm -hmm. called cortisol poisoning. And so you're literally signaling the body to deposit more fat around the belly.
2: wait, wait, wait,
1: wait, wait. wait. Yeah.
0: You're literally signaling. So when you're on that treadmill for 60 minutes for women, Mm you know, midlife women, you're literally signaling the body to deposit more fat around the belly, which is the biggest thing I hear in my practice that what's up, you know, I'm, Working out with a trainer, I'm hitting the gym five days a week, but this thing, they'll they point to their, their belly, and they're like, this mm-hmm. thing won't budge. And I'm like, well, that's why, because you're over exercising, You're exercising. Cortisol is a catabolic hormone, so it breaks down things. If I were to run your uh, blood work right after you hit the gym, all the inflammatory markers would be up, right? The C-reactive protein, everything would be up. The beauty happens in the rest and reset, that's when everything gets stronger and better. But if you're over-exercising and you're just pushing your body so hard, you're actually, again, signaling your body to deposit more fat around the belly. So most people don't know that. They're like, why is it that my doctor or trainer never informed me of this? I'm like, they probably don't know. Oh,
2: wow, you've literally blown my mind with that. Um, can I ask, what's it like for middle-aged men? Selfishly, at like to know. Uh,
0: yeah. So is it
2: dissimilar or is
1: it, it different? It's
0: similar, different but, but females have more estrogen and cortisol receptors around mm-hmm. the fat, uh, around the belly,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: so if you and so it becomes a vicious cycle because the more fat you have, fat cells also secrete estrogen. So mm-hmm. then, the more fat you have, the more estrogen you will have, and it just becomes a vicious cycle. So with mm-hmm. males, it's not as skewed. Around the belly, which I mean, I mm-hmm. guess you know, males who drink a lot of beer and alcohol would have that pot belly. But for mm-hmm. females, it's again directly tied in with cortisol and uh, having an abundance of those cortisol receptors around the belly mm-hmm. fat area.
2: Listeners, are you um, are you, you you dialed in with what's happening here? We've literally had the game changed here.
0: Yeah. Um, So, I mean, if there's
2: one thing that's going to change anything for our listeners, I think that's just going to my mind is completely blown on that.
0: Yeah, it, act, it actually causes cortisol poisoning. So you're you're over exercising or spinning. Mm-hmm. People go first thing in the morning. A lot of women, they're so manic. They're like, no, I've got to lose the weight. I'm getting up at 4 o'clock in the morning, 5 o'clock and doing my spinning class. I'm like, don't mm-hmm. you see that extra hour of sleep is going to get your cortisol in that sweet spot. And then you're just getting further out of whack by doing that crazy 60-minute spinning class. And then you're wondering why you're not losing the weight because you're jacking Mm. up your cortisol even more. So it's about Mm. more gentle exercise, yin yoga, you know, burst training, uh, which is going to get cortisol in that sweet spot. So you go 20 seconds full out and then you rest and recover 10 seconds. So that is more uh, palliative and healing for the hormones.
2: And this kind of reminds me of this whole idea of, you know, we we think we're doing one thing that's helping us. It's actually we're actually counterproductively taking energy and time and resources away from what could be helping us. Like you said, getting up because I'm gonna be yeah. disciplined and I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna exactly. do my hour of cardio. Actually, yes. you'd be better off having an hour more sleep.
0: You you'd be much better off exactly. And it may have worked in your twenties and thirties. I have girlfriends uh-huh. that still continue to work out the same way, mm-hmm. and I see them just getting bigger and bigger and they're and they continue Mm -hmm. to be maniacal about the gym and their Mm -hmm. spin class but you're actually over exercising and that one hour Mm -hmm. of sleep could actually get cortisol more in the sweet spot so you'd be much Mm -hmm. better off sleeping in and Mm -hmm. not being so didactic about your exercise routine
2: and so when you're working with with the ladies that you serve you'd be obviously taking blood work and whatnot and checking you know where they're at correct in a protocol for them as yes. an individual so if yes. for example someone is one of those rare cases that, oh hang on a minute the exercise is good for you but we need to take this this but you'd be doing that on a like a one-to-one basis or whatever
0: yes exactly yeah the holy grail in functional medicine is a test called the dutch test which is the dried urine test for complete hormones and so typically mm-hmm. when they go to their conventional practitioner the only So, see, hormones are not static, they're dynamic, they fluctuate with the cycles of the sun and the moon. So, if you just take mm-hmm. your cortisol in the morning, say at 8 a.m., and it's normal, but then that doesn't tell you of the cortisol rhythm and what's happening throughout Mm -hmm. the day. And so most people get that 3 p.m. afternoon slump, right? Where they just wanna crawl Mm -hmm. under their desk or they have a secret stash Mm -hmm. of candy or some Mm -hmm. crunchy chips (laughs) or something. And so what is happening to your cortisol then? What is happening at night when you crawl into bed, but you have these potent two opposing forces where you're trying to go to sleep, but then your brain Mm -hmm. is hypervigilant and alive. So so that's why it's better to track it throughout the day through the Dutch test, which is typically only offered through uh, functional practitioners. And that also tells you not just your free cortisol, but also your metabolized cortisol. Now, another big player that most people don't consider when it comes to hormonal health is the liver. Mm -hmm. So 60% of the metabolized or the used-up hormones are excreted out the liver. But if your liver is Mm -hmm. sluggish, because many people have something called non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, right? Mm
1: Mm-hmm
0: then those hormones, instead of being excreted out of the liver, they make a U-turn and they recirculate like bad karma. And that's really the genesis of something called estrogen dominance, which then leads to hormonal cancers, prostate cancer, breast cancer, and so forth. Because those metabolized hormones, the golden rule of estrogen is to use it or lose it. And mm-hmm. so when it's making that U-turn and the used up or the metabolized hormones are coming back into the body a second time, that's mm-hmm. leading to that estrogen dominance. So a lot of the work is about upregulating the, the organs of elimination, which is the liver, so that those hormones are adequately eliminated and metabolized versus coming back into the body round two.
2: Mind blown mind absolutely blown.
0: Yeah, so people people don't consider that really the way I practice with my clients is I I I address the entire something called the HPA axis the hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis and it's a triage mm-hmm. of three protocols. So the first thing mm-hmm. we have to do is normalize and balance the blood sugar because Again, that's where the cortisol comes in, because if your cortisol is high, it will, it will, it will really spark cravings for sugar. A lot of times people mm-hmm. say, I have no willpower. I'm like, yeah, it's not you that's craving sugar, it's the bugs in your gut, mm-hmm. the microbiome mm-hmm. That are barking for sugar, right? Like if you have candida or some of the other bad bugs, then that's food for them. And so they will create some really raging cravings for sugar. It's not the person, but it's the bugs. So
2: I'd, I'd heard about something like in the blood, like there are parasites in the blood that are asking Correct. for certain things. And that's why you get a feeling of being hungry for a particular craving. But it's. Correct. These little critters sit in the gut and, like, hmm, I yeah. fancy some pizza tonight. And then you just find right. yourself craving pizza.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we're so we're more bacteria than human. We're only 10% human, we're 90% bacteria. This will also this blows most people. They're like, "What?" I'm like, "Yeah, you're only 10% human. You're 90% bacteria. There's 500 pounds of bacteria and a gazillion different species and just like a hotel attracts different types of guests, depending mm-hmm. on the state of your microbiome. Your microbiome is basically your gut bacteria and its DNA, and that is dependent on the type of food, fiber, sleep, all of that that you get. So it attracts different types of bugs. So if you're predominantly eating a high-sugar, high-carb diet, then you're going to attract a lot of those bad bugs.
1: Hmm.
0: And then it becomes a vicious cycle because then they're growing in disproportionate amounts to the good bacteria, Mm -hmm. and they're barking for sugar and then the person's like i i can't even i just literally go to the the fridge and that that mm-hmm. chocolate cheesecake or whatever before mm-hmm. i know it it's annihilated i'm like yeah you you're absolutely right it's not you it's your bugs that are barking for sugar so we have to so then the second step in my protocol is mm-hmm. to manage the microbiome and to mm-hmm. heal and seal the gut because there's something called leaky gut or dysbiosis. Mm-hmm.
2: What, what's, what's leaky gut? Because I've, I've heard leaky, this, this, this this phrase before, but I've never
0: really Yeah, so it it's a leaky gut, the technical term is intestinal permeability. Mm-hmm. So what happens, imagine this, the gut, our gut is the size of two tennis courts, mm-hmm. but it's the width of a human hair. The diameter of a human hair, that's what protects the gut wall from mm-hmm. everything else in the body. So when mm-hmm. you have high cortisol, when you're again running a mock with stress, the stress pokes holes in that gut lining, which as I said, is the diameter of a human hair, so it's so fragile, it's so easy Mm -hmm. to poke holes in that. And then all the undigested toxins and bacteria that are just separated from that human hair diameter can leak Mm -hmm. out into the blood,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. wreaking havoc, wreaking autoimmunity, autoimmunity Mm -hmm. is when the body starts attacking itself, right? Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. Or
0: it can leak out onto the skin when people have psoriasis, eczema. Uh, all of these conditions, it's not really mm-hmm. a skin condition. It's emanating from the gut. So your outer skin is literally mm-hmm. a reflection of oh, the quality on, of your intestinal wall. If you have glowing, clear skin, and that says that your intestinal wall is clear and glowing. But if you have, you know, hives, rashes, acne, psoriasis, eczema then that's telling us what's happening to your gut wall and there's some type of dysbiosis dysbiosis simply means that there is an imbalance between the good bugs and the bad bugs there's the good bugs which they do wonderful things they 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 do a lot of heavy lifting for us they produce the b vitamins which give us energy they produce mm-hmm. the neurotransmitters like 90% of the feel good neurotransmitter serotonin is produced in the mm-hmm. gut only 10% is produced mm. in the brain. So when people are taking SSRIs and antidepressants, they're only addressing the 10% that's produced in the brain, but 90% is produced in the gut. So you're missing out on that so conversation. So dietary
2: changes can get yeah. 90% of the heavy lifting. Yes,
0: exactly. You you're having
2: insomnia, you depression, effect,
0: anxiety. It all stems from the gut.
2: So am I correct in assuming then that different people are going to have different foods that are going to create these different issues. So someone could, for example, yeah. have a tolerance for more of this or more of that, like for example, exactly. me with rice. Like exactly. I just feel crap when I have too much carbs. Yes. I, the only place in the world that I can eat like more gluteny foods and be, feel great is when I'm in Italy. Whenever I'm outside of Italy, yes. if I try and have like a whole pizza or to eat pasta, I just feel crap. <laughs>
0: Well, can I unpack that for you a bit?
1: Please. So what happens, this
0: happens, uh, clients tell me that all the time. They're like, I'm gluten-free over here in the U.S., but I went to Italy or I went to Spain and I I was perfectly fine. I had no symptoms because over here, everything, Mm -hmm. all the wheat and crops are sprayed with something called glyphosate, which is Mm -hmm. a pesticide. And that Mm -hmm. is really reeking. I mean, there's glyphosate in not even if you're eating 100 percent organic, it's in Mm. the air, it's in the rainwater, it's everywhere. And so that's also poking It's it's a toxin. It's a pesticide, Mm -hmm. it's it's an industrial pesticide. Um, And so that's wreaking a lot of havoc. So really in the US, even if you're 100% organic, you're still getting this. So everybody Mm -hmm. should be taking something to protect themselves from dysbiosis and leaky gut, even if you're eating 100% organic. Unless you're growing your own food and you know exactly Mm -hmm. where it's coming from and nothing is being sprayed on it, then you're immune from it. But other than that, pretty much everyone is susceptible to that.
2: This is really scary because, it it like you're is. saying, people who are paying two, three times the price for their food just so they can have like all the organic stuff, whatever, it's not protecting you.
0: There's still it's You not can almost protected. get into a state it of fear. It protects you somewhat. This exactly mm-hmm. but with the modern agriculture and the the policies we have in the US and the agro business i mean yeah they they they're out for you know producing higher output they're, they don't give a damn about your health and whether it's creating leaky gut or or what so it's really rampant
1: hmm. yeah hmm.
0: unfortunately hmm. so the only solution is to grow your own food uh which, of course, is not practical for most people.
2: So a lot of people are having inflamed guts, for example. They're having all these issues, and it's it's not even necessarily the quality of the food that you're eating. It could be something that's just in the air in the same place as what you're
0: eating. It's in the air and then your stress levels. Like I said, cortisol pokes holes in the gut. Mm -hmm. It not only pokes holes in the gut, it also pokes holes in the brain. So there's something called the leaky brain. Mm -hmm. So when you're under high cortisol, a lot of people, a lot of times people will have these things that they Mm -hmm. won't care to admit, senior moments, loss of memory. Mm -hmm. That's because cortisol is poking holes in the hypothalamus is creating mm-hmm. a leaky brain. It's, it's the gut-brain-skin axis, so they're all connected. So when you have a mm-hmm. leaky uh, gut, then that can lead to leaky skin, which leads to eczema, psoriasis, and all of those types of things, and then leaky brain, which is brain fog and depression and mm-hmm. memory issues and senior moments.
1: Mm.
0: So, yeah, so going back to my protocol, so the second part is I do is heal and seal the gut wall because that is so critical. 70% of the immune system resides in the gut.
2: So what's a top tip for guys and girls, just for all of us in terms of, because I mean, I spoke to someone before, I was on his podcast and he was talking about um, the head, the heart and the brain all being synchronized and and, in alignment. Um, And I, I got it, but I didn't quite get it. Now I'm really, really getting just how much of our Capacity to operate and function optimally mm-hmm. is really based on what's going on in our stomach. So, um, and I really want to go into the the, the main dietary thing because that's going to be person to person. But for those of us that are like me, for example, I'm I'm eating what's aligned with my body. Um, what would be What would be the thing that I could do, for example, to ensure that I wasn't getting information and all these kind of crazy things sure. that the environment could be throwing at
1: me?
0: So. Lower your stress, mm-hmm. number one, through breath work, through meditation. I know you already do that. Mm-hmm. And uh, add in some wild fermented foods. So you get these uh, wild fermented in the at whole foods or sprouts mm-hmm. in the refrigerated section. It's like sauerkraut.
1: Yeah, I But uh, you,
0: you want it, it's living organisms, right? There's like mm-hmm. coconut yogurt or sauerkraut, which is living organisms. So they have, they're, they're, they're really rich in the healthy probiotics. One teaspoon of that fermented foods is equivalent to an entire bottle of fancy designer probiotic, which can range oh, wow. upwards of 60, 70 bucks. And mm-hmm. these run about, um, I don't know, like $10, right? So, but start gradually, start with one teaspoon sort of like a condiment and they have different, Mm -hmm. uh, they have smoked kale, they have um, cabbage and beetroot, but they're fermented. And Mm -hmm. so they've eaten up all the sugar and they're loaded with that Uh, probiotic, which is the healthy, Mm -hmm. the good bacteria. And so start consuming that with each meal, and that's going to ensure that you have diverse microorganisms and that harmony, it's sort of like an eco forest, right? When you Mm -hmm. have all these different organisms, uh, so you want to ensure that you have enough of the good ones and you're uh, driving out the bad ones, the pathogenic Mm -hmm. ones. So fermented foods okay. is a way to go and, and really being very cognizant when you're just when you're eating. Right. Like if you mm-hmm. step, you can be grateful and be in stress at the same time. It just doesn't work.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So just the basics going back and chewing your food 30 times. If you just chew 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 most of us just chew like five ten times right get really present get really present like you know with your food Mm -hmm. enjoy you know step into it with all of your senses see the Mm -hmm. rainbow like colors you know smell the amazing aromatic smell really get Mm -hmm. into it and uh turn on your your gratitude for all the sentient beings that made their way onto your plate, plants and animals, and just mm-hmm. slow down. Because when we slow down, where humans are not hardwired for eating, you know, as a fast food activity. So when you slow down and really step into the full sensory experience, you're lowering your cortisol, you're signaling your body to go into parasympathetic, which is the optimal state for digestion. Have you ever had mm-hmm. an altercation with somebody and then had a meal? And what happened? <laughs> what happened? Probably. Probably
2: I, I I can't think consciously right now, but as you're saying my, my body just immediately starts laughing. So probably probably about to really get some truth bumps when you when you share what the what the, the moral of this story is.
0: Yeah, I mean, the food will sit there and rot, basically. Yeah. Because if you're stressed, if you just had an altercation with your wife and then mm-hmm. you're trying to wolf down a pizza or whatever, the pizza will sit mm-hmm. there and rot because the body's like Dan is in some kind of danger. He's being chased by a predator. This is not the time to digest his pizza.
1: Mm-hmm. So all the
0: whole blood will rush to the limb so you can. Mm-hmm fight or to the brain so you can run away, uh, fight or flight or freeze, but it's not going to tend to hormones and digestion because it's just not the time. It's sort of like if a country is at war, all the the budget is devoted to the military, right? It's not time mm-hmm. to fix roads and to fix schools and, and, and none of mm-hmm. that. None of all of that is going to take a, a backseat to everything else. So when you're, again, constant stress, your body is just not there. They're like, this is not the time to digest food. This is not the time to metabolize hormones. It's just going to go into fight, flight, or freeze. And you literally won't be able to digest. And then the food will sit there and rot and you will get gas, bloating, belching, and you know, mm-hmm. all the the down. Wayward effects of the microbiome. So if you can just slow down, slow down and be really present with your food. Turn off mm-hmm. the phone, turn off TV, turn off anything. Most people just eat unconsciously on autopilot, you know, shoveling food into their mouth. I always say, eat with your non-dominant hand. So if you're right-handed, eat with your left hand. Because it's going oh, to force you, to, you to slow down. Slow down and put down the fork at after yeah. each morsel. Put it down. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. we often act like, you know, like it's like a, a hun- hungry dog that hasn't seen food in mm-hmm. a week. And there's, you know, an abundance of food everywhere we go. So if you just slow it down,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it also for the brain to get the message that it's full, it takes a full two minutes. So if you're just mm-hmm. bolting food down and you go for seconds,
1: because the
0: brain is not registering that you're satiated, you know, that's mm-hmm. your leptin, which is your satiety hormone ghrelin is the hunger hormone, Leptin is the satiety hormone. So if you slow down, then you allow these hormones to kick in and you feel satisfied and sati- satiated versus just shoveling food uh, with the fork, you know, not even putting it down between morsels. So, so get really present, slow down, add some fermented foods, take some deep belly breath, some pranayama before you start your meal, because that's signaling the body to get into parasympathetic. And so it can receive the food, it can metabolize mm. it and digest it optimally, and then you'll mm-hmm. be in a good place. Does that make sense?
2: Mind blown. <laughs> mind blown. And if anybody listening to this isn't blown, mind, and I know, Rupina, you specifically serve the ladies, but guys, I think we've got something from here as well. There's just some awesome information here. for um, yeah. so people that do want to sort of go on this journey with you, um, how do you work with people um and and share this magic that you're doing
0: sure absolutely so i'm very discerning as to who i work with because i have certain as a a coach i require them to have certain criteria in terms of you know being coachable i always say you've got to empty your cup right Mm -hmm. because the conventional medicine has just vilified for instance most people come to me and they're Mm -hmm. issuing fats but as i said earlier with the pregnenolone steel all the sex hormones are made from this cholesterol like substrate called pregnenolone so if you're eschewing and vilifying fats then you don't have enough substrate to make enough of the 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 sex hormones
1: mm-hmm.
0: right so it's not about it's about quality of fats but if you still have that thing in the back of your head that saturated fats are bad for me, because that's what you've been brainwashed into believing mm-hmm. through your conventional doctor or the media, then you'll, it's like you, you'll continue to perpetuate that disease chemistry, right? Because it's the sound of that inner chatter is going to perpetuate. So I always tell them, you have to empty your cup unlearn everything you've learned before in order to receive this new paradigm. Mm.
2: Wow. Okay, so coachable so, yeah, people they, that are ready to go, coachable people, where, where do they head? Where do they head? So
0: just go to, um, I'm, I'm happy to jump on a quick call with people and see if they qualify and how I can help them to, just to see if it's a good fit. And they just go to my website, which is zen tritioncom forward slash book-now. And we okay. can leave the we'll link yeah, in, in the show notes so people can explore the conversation and see if I would be the right coach for them and, and vice versa. I could see if they, they'd be a good fit for my program. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, thank you so much. Um, Absolutely. Again, my head's exploded a few times today, um, but I'm feeling much more confident about the ability for me at least to definitely show up kind of looking after my body a lot more. So um, I'm definitely going to be looking for the, those, I'm going to get the name from you specifically, the the live foods and I'm going to grab a few ideas yeah
0: the fermented right? foods yes fermented exactly foods yeah sure it. I'll send you a link for that and I also have yeah. a book which uh, is really a do-it-yourself approach to balancing your blood sugar it's mm-hmm. called cravings cure effortless energy and fat loss never tasted so mm-hmm. good so it's, uh, yeah and it's really the, the it's it's broken down into three phases the first it starts with a self-assessment quiz to really see if um, you have a problem with sugar because many people don't mm-hmm. really realize that a lot of the things that they have are connected to sugar, right? It could be Mm -hmm. parasites, it could be a bacterial overgrowth, dysbiosis, but it all starts with an overconsumption of carbs and sugar. So it starts out with Mm -hmm. a self-assessment and then I give them the 411 on the different types of carbs, refined versus whole, processed, Mm -hmm. etc. And then there's a purging your pantry and refrigerating swapping out the processed stuff with healthier alternatives. We now have so many other healthier alternatives so they can go through that process and uh, purge out their pantry and fridge. And then part three is I've explained a blood sugar balancing formula and how to and to uh, illustrate the formula I've given seven super yummy Breakfast, lunch, dinner, and drool-worthy dessert recipes where you can basically have your cake and eat it too. So it, it doesn't involve deprivation. It doesn't involve going without flavor and taste. I mean, some of the like the raw chocolate tort recipe is so yummy. People's like, how could this possibly be good for me? But it's loaded with the healthy fats and proteins, which will keep your blood sugar even keel, stable, and you're not going to have mm-hmm. those wild, crazy uh, gyrations in your blood sugar. So I'd encourage people who want to get more into that to check out the book. It's a really, um, simple protocol and a DIY approach to balancing your blood sugar.
1: Brilliant.
2: We'll, we'll pop that in the show notes too. Uh, awesome. Thank you so much for coming to hang out today. Thank you for pouring into us and for giving us some, uh, pause for thought and, uh, no perspectives and ideas on how we can, I'm just looking at how many ways this ties into just how we're creating our, our lives and being in a slate to be able to do that. So thank you.
0: Absolutely. It was an absolute pleasure. And I hope this uh, resonates with your audience. Yeah.
2: Awesome. Well, guys, you heard it here first. Keep dreaming with your eyes open. Remember, you can consciously choose a more healthy, abundant, joyful purpose-driven life. Catch you on the next one.
1: Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Do It With Dan with your host, Daniel McGenna.
2: For more great content and to stay up to date, visit dmpotv.com. We'll catch you on the next episode of Do It With Dan.